Well, sometimes you just get babbit to death. And that's exactly what happened to the Mariners today as they dropped their series finale with the Rays by a frustrating score of 2-1. to one. Let's talk about it here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Thursday, April 28th, 2022, and this is the Locked On Mariners podcast brought to you by BlueNile.com. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On sports listeners get $50 off 500. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am your host, Tidy Gonzalez, reporter and editor at AllSeahawks.com, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E, G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon, where we talk about the Mariners even more, and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control zone for more information on that if you are interested. And if this is your first time joining us here on the Lockdown Mariners podcast, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell, and give this video a thumbs up we greatly appreciate it so we had some breakfast and baseball today and because of that we're doing more of a chill laid back type of post game show today colby's also feeling under the weather i have some nfl draft stuff to attend to for my main gig so we're probably going to keep this one fairly quick but the uh the mariners they're one run success from last year has unfortunately not carried over to 2022, at least not as of yet. And that showed up again today with a one run loss, a two to one loss. They lost by one run yesterday in a three to two affair as well. Chris Flexen goes six and two thirds innings. Uh, solid ball was uh, struggling a little bit to start this game off, but kind of corrected course and, um, you know, gave gave the uh, the Mariners some uh, some quality innings there. Give them a chance to win. Ultimately, a. Eugenio Suarez with a rare RBI triple to kick this game off in the first inning. But that's where the scoring ended for the Mariners. They did have an opportunity with bases loaded and just one out at one point in this game. I believe it was the fifth inning. Might have been the sixth inning. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but Suarez doubled in, or hit into a uh, double play, and that ended that threat, and they didn't really muster another significant threat uh, the rest of the way. Uh, Colby, let's start with Flexen here, though, because, uh, uh, like I said, you know this, this may have been his best start of the year. I, I don't know. I, I mean, the, the Royal start that he had uh, last week was, was pretty solid as well, but he um, he was giving up some hard contact in this one. Wasn't really locating the, the changeup to start this game off, but like I said, he kind of course corrected and uh, figured some things out and uh, ultimately, and most importantly, gave the Mariners a chance to win. What did you see out of Flexen? Yeah, he really used the cutter a lot today. Um, it was cutter, fastball heavy. We saw a lot of changeups. The curveball was kind of the pitch he ignored um, throughout the day, 15 whiffs on 46 swings. That's pretty good for Chris Flexen. Um, we've talked about how his stuff is a little bit better than a lot of fans think it is. Um, it's, it's certainly not top the rotation, but it's, it's not like he's, you know, Tyler Anderson, he's got decent stuff. Um, so he threw the cutter and fastball a lot. Like you said, first couple innings, it was iffy whether or not he could go deep in this game. And then once the third inning started, he just cruised right along until the seventh. Um, and even then, he he appeared that he had pitched himself out of 
his really his only jam of the day. And the BAPIB uh, gods decided not to smile on the Mariners today. And the ball just happens to hit him. And it's, uh, it's you know, the go-ahead run. And so um, it's unfortunate both, both runs he gave up were on weak contact, just perfectly placed hits. Um, but he was very, very good again. And um, it appears that Flexen is – I, mean, I don't know how many more starts he has to do it for before people just accept that he's you know, a number four starter. But we're at 35 now, I think, in his, in his Mariner career. And he's posting a three-and-a-half ERA and a pretty good FIP. So it's not exciting, but Chris Flexen's a solid you know, starting pitcher in a you know, pretty good rotation, and mm. he showed it again today. He's going to have some hiccups here and there, but for the most part, he's, he's going to give you a shot to win when he goes out there. Yeah, missed opportunities, the uh, story in this one for the Mariners. Uh, not just the um, the offense either. You know, you had a pretty big opportunity here with the Rays where Kevin Kiermaier, Randy Arozarena, G-Man Choi, Mike Zanino weren't in the lineup today, and um, it just kind of felt like, hey, here's an opportunity for you to, to win this ballgame. And, and look, the pitching held up its end of the bargain for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, you know, Flexen only gives up the two runs, and one of them is just uh, iffy, as you said, and um, you know, Diego Castillo kind of got the Mariners in a jam, and Anthony Masevich had to walk a tightrope and nearly blew that, and uh, but was able to make it out of the eighth scoreless, and again gave the Mariners a shot to win this game, and they just couldn't take advantage of it. Um, <clears throat> JB Crawford had a leadoff single in the uh, the ninth inning, uh, but then there was some more Babbitt luck, bad luck, um, where uh, Julio Rodriguez uh, popped it up and uh, just kind of fell uh, over the head of uh, Brandon Lau and uh, but JP Crawford got forced out at second on that play. Um, Julio did steal a couple bags in this game. Um, he had a uh, he had a pretty solid game and uh, there was a scary moment though where he got hit on the hand yeah. and uh, it seemed like he was in some real pain. It didn't seem like he was able to close his left hand at one point uh, but he was able to shake it off. Uh, after getting looked at by the uh, by the training staff and Scott Service and uh, stayed in the game. Um, and then, uh, of course, there was another bad strike three call on Julio. And this time, finally, finally someone defended Julio. Scott Service, just in his third game back from COVID, runs out onto the field yelling at the home plate umpire, deservedly so. Just absolutely lays into him, and then calmed down a little bit, and uh, seemed to have kind of a a, a normal discussion with him, but uh, not before he was ejected from this ball game. Um, but after the game, you know, Scott said that you know this is just this is unacceptable, basically, and and apparently the Mariners have filed a letter to Major League Baseball. Um, you know, just talking about this because this is getting ridiculous at this point and i'm not saying uh you know and i don't believe that uh, major league baseball by any means has some sort of um bias against uh julio rodriguez and there's like an actual reason for this but it's just it's happening too much something has to be done about this i don't know what it what it is about his strike zone or what it is about the umpire strike zone with Julio rather that is causing these things to continuously happen to him. And yeah, some of this does fall on him a little bit because he is getting into a lot of, you know, O2 counts, one, two counts. But at a certain point, it's just, this is 
too over the top. Something's got to be done about this. And hopefully, now with the Mariners kind of taking some action here, Scott mm-hmm. Service actually, you know, giving an umpire some hell over this, something changes. Do you think something will change, Colby? Or do you think this will just continue to happen even with some of the pushback now from the organization? Uh, no, I think it's going to keep happening because I don't think Major League Baseball actually cares. Um, yeah. You know, because they've been very adamant about making this game as hard to score runs in as possible. They're using the dead in baseball this year. Umpire strike zones are a mess across the league. Pitching's never been better. Major League Baseball doesn't seem too interested in in helping teams score runs. So I, I think they're getting exactly what they want. Um, you know, I, I think that they don't really care or they're afraid of the umpires or I don't know what it is, but uh, I don't think they care. So I, I don't suspect this will change anything. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I agree with you on that front because uh, I mean, it's major league baseball after all, this is the, uh, I think we they all don't care about their players. We know. Yeah. I, th- I think we all here kind of understand um, where, uh, where MLB stands on, on issues like these. Uh, so yesterday, which kind of feels like an eternity ago, but it wasn't even 24 hours ago, Marco Gonzalez had to leave in the first inning after taking a 109 mile per hour liner off of his left wrist. Left wrist contusion is the diagnosis on him, but he was out playing catch this morning. Uh, we'll see if he's able to make his next start. That would be Monday in Houston. Uh, we're going to be talking about some other options there if Marco is unable to go and also just talk about the possibility of Marco, um, Saying the course here and making that start in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Blue Nile. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring. Classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pennants, and so much more. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com, and Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, plus every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. That's pretty convenient if you're like me and live a thousand plus miles away from mom. So shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. There are recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, including myself, taking fans through the season like no other network. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts, just like us. So, Colby, like I said just a moment ago, Marco Gonzalez gets hit on the left wrist with a 109-mile-per-hour liner. Left wrist contusion is the diagnosis, though he was out on the field this morning at Tropicana Field playing catch. How do you feel about Marco making his next start with an injury like that? Yeah, it's it's really more about how he feels. Um, you know, it's it seems impossible that he would be ready when you, when you saw the injury live. Um, the fact that he's playing catch already is, is a pretty good sign, but again, we don't know. Um, he's got to get on a mound. He's got to throw off a mound. He's got to be able to you know, ramp up and, and throw more than 50 balls, um, you know, in a, in a warm-up situation. So we'll see what happens. I, I I think that what we at least can take a pretty good guess at right now is that Marco's probably not going to miss more than one start if he even misses one. 
Um, and if that's the case, then I kind of doubt that they would call up somebody like Kirby and Stout, um, who Depoto did name drop this morning uh, on uh, 710 Seattle Sports uh, mm-hmm. as being in line to take that start uh, if needed. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think if, if they can't, uh, if Marco can't go, I think they would probably just bullpen it um, for a day or maybe call up somebody like uh, Ponce de Leon, who, who's thrown pretty well right now in Tacoma. Um, or just give the start to justice. Um, right. It just—I don't know if you want to add guys to the forty man unnecessarily to make one start and burn an option. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see what happens. If it was going to be multiple starts, then I would think you might as well call up Kirby. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I do wonder if maybe not wanting him to make his debut in Houston maybe plays a role in that. So sure, we'll see. But I, I think Marco is—if he can't make his next start. I think they're just going to go with the bullpen or they're going to go with, with justice. Um, and if they do bring somebody up, I don't think Mark Avages is pitching right now, so it can't be him. So I, I think that would probably leave Ponce de Leon. And, uh, you know, he's got a little bit of a major league track record. He's been good in the past, so maybe he makes some sense. And, and maybe he's even a guy who they call up and, and keep in the bullpen uh, after his start. Or maybe it's Rowan Asilias, who who went multiple innings mm-hmm. uh, last night in Tacoma and looked pretty good doing it. So. They have options for a, for a short term thing. If it was going to be three or four starts, I would I would guess that they would probably be more inclined to call up Kirby or uh, or Levi Stout. Yeah, I um I also think though if if the plan was to get you know George Kirby or Levi Stout a set number of innings, a set number of starts uh, down in uh, in Arkansas, they should probably stick with that because it does seem like you said that that Marco is going to be able to uh, if not make this next start, make his start right after that mm-hmm. um so you know and like you said they have options they have justice sheffield who's who has starting experience they have pin murphy they called him back up today uh he has some starting experience of course he can go multiple innings um so you know they they, they can make this work eric swanson of course has had some experience starting and, and opening for the mariners at times as well so uh they have levers they can pull here if uh, if Marco is unable to go down in Houston. Now that's really unideal considering you're going to be in Houston with the Crawford boxes and all that stuff and going in there and trying to bullpen it, especially when your bullpen isn't necessarily at full strength right now. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, a little concerning on that front and uh, it would behoove the Mariners to probably get two or three here in Miami, I would say to uh to cap off this uh this month of april which is uh you know overall despite losing the series to tampa uh it's been a good month for the mariners Mm -hmm. and um you're starting to see some growth out of some guys right now and uh starting to see uh you know some some nice things some nice things uh you know swing in the right direction for guys like jesse winker and even julio julio's looked a little bit better and uh jp yeah. crawford and ty france are still you know dominating right now for the most part i mean jp had kind of a rough day today but for the you know outside of today though jp has been uh been pretty good had another home run yesterday with an with a very griffy s swing as well um as uh, aaron goldsmith called it uh so the mariners made uh some other roster moves along with the uh the murphy call up uh, this morning, uh, and especially one that is uh, pretty noteworthy. We're going to be talking about that in just a moment, but real quick, a reminder this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Bet Online. 
BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. So this morning... Along with Johan Ramirez, Cal Raleigh was sent down to AAA Tacoma. Of course, rosters are going to go back to 26 players in just a couple of days here. Um, But this was something that was kind of a long time coming, I would say, Mm because Raleigh has been struggling, as we kind of expected. He did get off to a decent start in the first week of of the year, but has since significantly declined from that point forward. Um, this is a good move, right? Especially with where the Mariners are right now with uh, Murphy and, and Terence behind the plate. Yeah, Raleigh was clearly your your third best guy. Um, and he, he can't really work on what's troubling him if he's not playing every day. And, you know, you're the Mariners. You're a team that's a contender. There's only so many at-bats you can sacrifice um, before. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, and Raleigh just right now isn't giving you much of a shot. He's also not been super impressive behind the plate. Um, he mm-hmm. made a god-awful throw uh, last night um, that helped cost Marco a run, the one run he did give up. Um, so, yeah, he, he hasn't been great. Um, so get him down to AAA. There's some things he can definitely work on, uh, both behind the plate and at the plate. Uh, it just It's the right time to do that because, again, they, they were going to send down you and I talked that they were probably going to keep extra guys in the bullpen, so they had to send down position players. Well, Raleigh and Moore are the two that make the most sense to send down, and they just jump-started a little bit early with, with Kyle Raleigh. It also tells us that they trust Luis Terenz's defense behind mm-hmm. the plate, and Terenz did throw out a runner today and had several key blocks on spiked uh, Anthony Mashevitz curveballs in the eighth to kind of keep runners where they were. So it appears that Murphy and and uh, and – Terrens are the guys for now, and I think that's probably best. Yeah, and um, you know, for Raleigh as well, there's more opportunity to play at uh, mm-hmm. at AAA as well because right now they've been going pretty much by rotation with these three guys when they've all been healthy, um, especially right. now with Terrens back from the COVID list. Uh, it's been basically you know one day it's Murphy, the next day it's Terrens, the next day it's Raleigh, the you know, and then the 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 cycle continues. Um, Raleigh in uh, nine games uh, this year, 28 plate appearances, 083 batting average, 214 on base percentage, 208 slugging percentage. That's a 39 WRC plus. He was striking out 32.1% of the time. It's just not going to cut it. Uh, I still believe in Cal Raleigh, though. I just don't think that mm-hmm. he's a major league hitter right now. Um, just don't think that he's a major league player, really, you know, if we account the defense as well. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, right. he, he's he's got some stuff he just, that he needs to work on, like you said. Yeah, you just you just can't stack him, Julio, and and Kalnick in the same lineup right now. Um, yeah, Julio's getting a lot better, and he's looking more and more comfortable. Kalnick kind of has this mm, one at bat is really good, the next one's terrible. He's mm. very inconsistent right now, and we just put all three of those guys in the same lineup at the same time. You kind of need everybody else to pick up the slack, and it's just it's it's a lot to ask. So. Well, and it hurts when you have those guys seven, eight, nine as well. It's just, uh, right. yeah, you're looking at a lot of three up, three downs there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So. Well, and a lot of strikeouts, which hurts. And a lot. Hurts yeah. Yeah, a lot of strikeouts, a lot of uh, a lot of missed opportunities there when it when it comes to their uh, to their section of the lineup. So. Uh, hopefully this this leads to a bit more stability in the lineup, um, some more upside in the lineup, especially you know getting back Mitch Haniger will will help immensely, um, and that's supposed to happen in Miami. Uh, he uh, told uh, Daniel Kramer of MLB.com uh, this morning, or maybe it was yesterday, that he had a pretty rough bout with COVID. Um, kind of surprised that he's actually not going on a rehab stint because it's almost been two weeks now. That he's been out um, and with him, you know, kind of uh, struggling with his particular case of uh, COVID, um, got to wonder how his body recovers from that. Um, right. He's also talked about how uh, he just hasn't felt uh, like as good athletically, like it, it's, it's drained yeah. him of some of his. So playing a couple games, get your feet under you. Seems like a good idea. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what they decide to do. Um, but since he's with the club, it's no. I don't think they're gonna fly him to, no, you know, California to play with Tacoma, or Spokane to play with the the Aqua Sox, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah, we'll see. Thankfully, they have the DH in the National League now, so you kind of maybe ease him in that way. Yeah, that's a pretty big outfield there in Miami as well. So, yeah, yeah, um, probably would be best not to have him out there. Jesse Winker. Uh, one of them is going to be out there in the field, though, and that's uh, that's scary. But that's a discussion for uh, for tomorrow's episode of Locked On Mariners, and uh, that's going to do it for our show today. Uh, like I said, this uh, today was going to be pretty quick, uh, considering how how Colby's feeling, considering just the uh, the busy nature of today with uh, the the draft and everything. Um, but thank you so much for joining us here uh, for our post game show for Colby Patnode. I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at lo underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D A N E G N Z L Z, and Colby at CPAT11. That's C P A T one one. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day just like you do here every day now make your second listen of the day uh locked on mlb that's where paul francis sullivan and please call him sully brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues present and past it's free wherever you get your podcasts just like us so have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we will see you tomorrow peace